What is going on, everybody? It is Saturday night, April the 18th, 2020. This is Conversations with Commander Anderson. First things first, I want to thank you all for listening. Tonight's main focus is going to be defeating your enemies in life without using profanity, name-calling, and threats or acts of physical violence. Really quick, I hope everybody's doing good with the COVID-19 situation. Hope your loved ones, co-workers, whoever you care about is doing well. And please stay safe. Follow the guidelines that your mayor, governor have put in place. Simply due to the fact that I don't want anything to happen to any of you guys. Okay, secondly, before we get into tonight's topic, there's um, a lot of rumors going around about a second stimulus package. And a lot of people are talking about, we're going to get $2,000 a month if you're over the age of 16 for the next six months. Which, you know, that's fine. People need help. This is a hard time for a lot of people. People are out of work. Millions are out of work. So people may need that help. But I just don't want you guys running with this type of misinformation because it has to get passed first. Honestly, it'll make it to the Senate floor, but in its current form, and you can do your research on it, in its current form, I do not see it passing. Honestly, you got a better chance of running through a forest fire covered in gasoline with a moose chasing you than this uh, proposed second stimulus passing in its current form. Now, it'll probably be amended so everybody can get what they want in it from both sides of the equation. And what I mean is both sides of the political equation. So we'll see how that goes. But don't run with the misinformation and don't be surprised if it does not happen in its current form. I mean, let's be honest. The government hardly wants to give money away as it is. Okay, trust me, it killed them. It killed them to give everybody that $1,200 or the people who qualify for that $1,200 some of that stimulus money. I'm sure it killed them. So we're going to get into it. The top five ways, and these are five ways I use to kind of defeat my enemies. And I won't use enemy as in the term of it's something bad. Enemy as in some something or someone, and in this case, someone that is against you for whatever reason. And enemies can come from all walks of life. People don't have to have a reason to hate you. They could just hate you based on who you are. And a lot of people out there don't like you based on what they've heard from someone else. So without further ado, the first way, and this is the way I use to defeat my enemy in life or conquer an enemy in life, is to learn to de-escalate the situation. You never want to get to a point where tempers are flaring, voices are being raised, and it becomes a shouting match. Because during a shouting match, all that is is a contest of who can be louder. Nobody's actually listening to one another. And that's another major problem. 
Nobody's listening. There's nothing wrong with taking a second. Excuse me. Just taking a second just to say, hold on. Look, this is getting out of hand. What seems to be your problem or what seems to be your beef? Tell me what is. Tell me what's wrong. And then hopefully they'll calm down. They can explain it. And then you can give your response in a calm manner. And maybe you guys can find some type of common ground. Let's say it's an argument on the job about something petty. You don't want to get to the point where the person yells out and they're so, so emotionally irrational that they yell out, I'm going to upper management. I'm going to HR. Because most of the time, the first person that gets to the upper management or HR is the person that's going to be believed. Now, if you're not that person, you got to try to come in there and explain yourself already behind what they've already told the upper management or human resources or whatever. And if you try to tell your side, well, they might interject, excuse me, they might interject and say, well, they told us you did this. Right there, their mind's already made up. You're going to be stuck. Okay, you're going to be stuck without a paddle. And you could lose your job. You could even lose your life. Think about it. A street situation. You bump somebody in the store. You get into an argument with somebody at the gas station. And it's just, you know, tempers flaring. One, uh, one guy gets emotional. He pulls out a gun. He shoots another guy. Uh, there's nothing wrong with, you know, putting your hands up and slightly up and saying, you know what? My bad, man. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. My fault. You know, and turn around and walking away. Don't even, if you get into, excuse me, if you get into it with somebody out in public, the store or something like that, and you got something small in your hand, a simple, my bad, excuse me, hopefully that'll quickly de-escalate that situation. Don't even be in there anymore. If there's another store down the street, go to that one. If you're on a four-corner gas station and you arguing with the guy at Thornton, okay, go over to Shell and buy what you got to buy. I'm sure they got the same, excuse me, I'm sure they got the same pop. Go to Speedway. Don't still sit there because by you staying in the area, it's going to make it more hostile. Once again, I'm not saying back down because that they're all up in your face. I'm not saying defend yourself. Excuse me. I'm not saying don't defend yourself if they decide to attack or swing or whatever. But the problem is a lot of people are ready to respond emotionally and irrationally. And it causes one side to react. Once that side that's irrational reacts, and I've touched on this before, you don't know what somebody's response is going to be. When a person with the emotional, irrational mindset reacts hostily, their actions are their actions. Whether they punch you, shoot, attack you in some manner, it's a, their mind has already been taken over by that lack of rational thought. But you never want to get to that situation. Moving on. Number two. This is another tactic that I use. Especially when it comes to social media. You don't have to get into everything you're quote unquote invited to. Let's say an enemy or somebody you don't really don't get along with posts a status you disagree with. There's nothing wrong 
looking at it, saying, hmm, and scrolling. You don't have to sit there and type a three-page term paper in a comment section. You do not have to go to every argument that you're invited to. You just don't. There's no reason for that. The person might have posted it to draw you out. They could be talking about you. But if your name wasn't mentioned, don't worry about it. Simply give yourself the peace of mind to say, you know what? I'm not going to entertain this clown today. I'm not going to get into it with this person today. I'm going to use my brain. And once again, stay away from the irrational, emotional mindset and just ignore it. If it gets to the point where you don't want to talk to him anymore, you don't want to see him on social media anymore, hit that block button. It's okay to block people for peace of mind. One time I had a guy arguing with me about something petty and simple. And he says to me, you just don't want to admit. I stopped him right there. I go, I don't have to think like you do. However, this is this has been going on too long. After about four or five responses, I start getting to the point where, okay, he's not going to see it that way, or his responses are irrational or illogical to the facts I may have presented. And I'm not always right, but I understand that that person's not listening. They're only reading what I type so they can respond. They didn't take anything in, and then it gets to a point where, the same person made a comment to where they didn't even read the link that was posted. And by the comment that was posted, I knew that they didn't read the link. So instead of me sitting there arguing with them, I hit the black, excuse me, I hit the block button. It was an unnecessary argument. I shouldn't have been in the argument. So I took myself out of it because they're never going to understand. You don't have to stay anywhere or in any argument someone refuses to understand. It's okay to give yourself peace of mind by just simply saying they're not going to understand. Let's move on. I'm moving on. They can stay stuck in the mental prison that they want, but you're done with that because you're higher than that. You're going to be the bigger person in this situation. Number three, this is huge. Stay away from people who associate with your enemy. If you know person A is your enemy and they're cool with person C, D, and E, don't go up to person C, D, and E talking about person A. Because believe you me, they're going to run back and tell. We live in a world, especially today, where people love to run back and tell. They can't wait till you say something bad about somebody so they can go tell. Have you ever been in a conversation or a situation where somebody's doing something or telling something to you and you think to yourself, man, I'm glad I don't tell this person nothing? Well, I know quite a few people like that, and I would never, ever tell them anything, ever, because I know that they would love to run back and tell. You have to understand something in the real world. When you have an enemy or you have a person you don't get along with, just you might think the group does not get along with that person and they may not. 
but they'll be happy to go back and tell a person everything. So that way it takes the heat off of them. That way person A is not looking at them anymore. And they know that person A will probably, probably confront you about it. Now, what does this tell you, though? This tells you that you could not trust person C, D, E, F, and beyond. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. Okay, some betrayals are blessings. So you got to see the person who, for who they are, knowing that they're going to go back and tell people. Now, you can set people up. Okay, let's say you get called in at work on something you said, or excuse me, or school or something that you said, and you know that you only mentioned this to a specific group of people, but you don't know who said it. The best way to do that is to start laying out the cheese so the rats can expose themselves. So if this ever happened to me, I would sneak back in the group and talk to person C, D, E, F, and beyond. And hopefully uh, they go back and tell person A, but make sure that the information you give them is false. Or you could slip some casual conversation in and then slip some false information in. Remember, that group of people is happy to go back and tell. Or you can go to the group or whoever you associate with one-on-one uh, -on -one and just spark up a quick convo, sneak something in real quick. Uh, that's not true. Let them go run with it. Now, you see they run back and tell. You know who told you. But never, ever trust or associate with people who are, you know, cool with your enemy. Like I said, they could be pretending because they don't like person A, but they don't want to get on person A's bad side. But when, the minute you say something, you'll be in person A's crosshairs because they went back and told. Has it happened to me before in, uh, in the past? Absolutely. So lessons I learned years ago was just keep my mouth closed. And that leads me into the next part of this podcast. Look, listen, and learn. You don't always have to engage. Sometimes your enemy will tell you everything you need to know about them. If you just look, listen, and learn. If you know somebody's hostile, look at what makes them hostile. Start listening at what makes them hostile. What's causing them to go off? What's causing them to be upset? Excuse me. What's causing them to treat other people like garbage? Ooh, excuse me. Also, look at who they treat like garbage and look at who they don't treat like garbage. If they treat, they will call this uh, person A, call the enemy person A. And person A treats person C and D like garbage, but he doesn't mess with person B. Because, you know, person B will stand up for themselves. You know, person B will say something to themselves. Excuse me, say something to stand up for themselves. That person who is person A knows, all right, I can get away with treating C and D like garbage. But they mentally know they can't get away with messing with person B. And that's a lot of people, especially uh, schools, jobs, people who are, quote unquote, tough like that. 
or hostile like that, they're going to take the path of least resistance. They're going to take the path where they know no trouble's coming back. Okay? And I've touched on this before about bullies, about people being upset, you know, quote unquote, what a lot of people call tough guys. And we all know, and we've all seen growing up who the bully messes with. We always seen who the angry person messes with. Okay? If there's somebody mad at a teacher in school, and they decide to push another student because they mad out of nowhere. They're not going to pick the guy that's standing up for themselves. No, they're going to pick the guy they know not going to fight back just because they mad. If you look, if you listen, and you learn, you'll understand what their pattern is for when they get angry, for when they get mad. Okay? Well, you can use that to your advantage to put this enemy out of commission. Let's say, let's say you're the target, okay? And they mad at you, okay? One day, when I was working at Super Kmart, back when Kmart was a thing, I used to work in the grocery department, and I used to do some price checks sometimes. Like a cashier would call for a price check. Now, I remember this day well. I started at 2 p.m. that day. And at 2 p.m., um, my first break is at four. So as I go on my break, walk past human resources, or at that time it was called personnel. And there's a cashier, I guess she got did a price check earlier. And whoever called her back said something smart to her on the phone. And I knew who it was that got smart with her on the phone after she went ballistic on me. Now I wasn't the guy that did it. She's just going off, snapping, saying, you know, cursing. She said, I knew it was you. I mean, keep in mind, I just got there at 2 o'clock. The person she got the price check from was a lot earlier. So at, when I finally calmed it down, I asked her, well, what time did this happen? And she said, uh, around 1 something. I said, I wasn't here. Now, she tried to apologize, and I, you know, I didn't really say anything. All I know is that she got called into human resources and she got terminated for unprofessional conduct. You know, and at that time, Kmart was looking to cut hours and reduce staff anyway. That was almost um, close to when that store was almost going out of business anyway. So I don't know if they terminated her for that. I mean, they say unprofessional conduct. No, I didn't want to write out a statement on it. I de-escalated the situation. It was over with. But... Really quick, back to look, listen, and learn. I know that little things like that was set off. Anyway, I knew her from working at the store. So I would never call this person back on a price check and say anything slick or say anything stupid because I, I don't want that person even really talking to me. And that's another thing by look, listening, and learning. If you don't want to be bothered with the, with the person, excuse me, learn their behaviors. If that's a person that likes to go out and drink, don't sit there and talk about or hang out with or bring up in a conversation about going out to drink. That's not you. You can do yourself a, a disservice by sitting there attempting to have a conversation with them. Like I said, I didn't mean to get off track like that, but moving on. Top of the line, very important right here. Never tell anyone about your plans for a counterattack. 
And by counterattack, I don't mean a physical attack. If something happened to you and one of your enemies gains an advantage, don't ever sit there and tell everybody outside in the or law um, in the break room or you know, wherever you at, man, I'm gonna get them. I can't wait to get them. Yeah, I know what I'm gonna do now. Or whatever you do, don't say, yeah, I know what I'm about to do. No, don't do that. Number one, a lot of things can be misinterpreted. Don't ever say anything like, yeah, they didn't, they didn't try me now. Or I told them, don't mess with me. Don't, don't ever, don't you ever let that come out your mouth. Not at work, not at school, not on social media, not at a family party. Do not, that can be misinterpreted in so many ways. Okay. Just by your luck, your enemy decides to leave the job and get ran over by a cop, a red cop. It's not your red cop. You own a red cop, but it's not yours. But you said earlier in the day that they didn't try you enough and you're going to get them. But guess what? Everybody's looking at you. Stay silent when you're planning for your counterattack. Okay? You plan your counterattack in your head. You go over the scenarios, okay, of what should I do? Should, <clears throat> excuse me. Should I write a letter to the corporate office? Should I write a letter to upper management? Should I sit down with upper management and my union steward? Should I sit down with the dean at the school? Should I talk to another family member about it, a family member I can trust or somebody that you trust 100%? But telling everybody your plans will do you a disservice because just like when I said before, people will love to run back and tell. Any type of plan you have to do yourself justice or give yourself the victory, you now it's back to the drawing board because you could not keep quiet and you decided to go tell everybody what the plan is. Now the, now the counter to this, excuse me, should never be any type of profanity, name calling, threats, or acts of physical violence. Do not threaten anybody ever. When you're an adult and you're in college, the working world, whatever, if you threaten somebody, things will go bad for you, okay? Especially if there's witnesses. Don't ever say, wait till I get back for lunch and see what's going to happen. No, I've heard that before at the job. Never, ever do anything, say anything like that. They will come after you because you're the one who let yourself become emotionally irrational, and unstable to a point where you just let anything come out of your mouth. And like I said before, they're going to run with it. Everybody is hardcore, quote-unquote, tough, quote-unquote, until somebody starts, you know, saying what they're going to do or whatever. And, and also remember in your counter to your enemy. Got to keep everything cool. You got to keep a uh, excuse me. Got to keep a rational mindset. If you're planning something and you think irrationally, it's gonna work out bad for you in the end because most responses are emotional, but not yours. It doesn't have to be that way. You want that response to be logical, and you want it to be something that gives you the victory without it ever coming to any type of major hostility. 
And that's just something you'll have to figure out. Enemies come from all walks of life. Keep in mind that your enemy will always tell you what you need to defeat them. It's your job to find that opening. It's your job to find the key to victory. It's your job to find the key to success. Thank you all for listening. Be safe out there. I'll catch you next Saturday night. Peace out.